here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank my supporters over at patreon.com forward slash bsmpod for continuing to support me in what I'm doing. I would like to extend a warm welcome, a warm welcome back, because this is actually Nathan Sovic's second time here on Bottom of the Smash Mountain. We got Nathan Sandwich in chat. Nathan, how you doing? Great, doing great. The Genesis 8 Melee T.O., now, first of all, that's a great thing to say. When we last talked sometime in June-ish, somewhere around there, you were not going to be the Melee TO for Genesis because I don't think a lot of those details had been hashed out yet. But I want to find out a little bit from yourself how that came to be just because there are a lot of good TOs out there in the world. There's a lot of probably good TOs out on the West Coast and in California and maybe perhaps even in NorCal. Although if I am to believe you and the NorCal Twitter, they're actually NorCal TOs might be a little bit shorthanded occasionally this year, but all that to say you ended up being the person for this. And I know that you probably have some other people that you can give credit to in regards to making sure everything runs smoothly for the melee side of things. But I do want to hear the story of how it came to be that you became the head TO for the Genesis eight melee bracket. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's actually very interesting how it came about. So the last time we talked, it actually, it was right after rollback rumble, the big one. I think it was about three or four days after the big one. It was right before summit was about to start. So the big one had already concluded, and in our previous episode, I remember we talked about how the big one was really kind of a culmination of the online thing. And so the big one came and went. It was one of the craziest things I think we've ever done. It's like a 10-day uh, tournament, not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a big deal, but it was it was crazy. But uh, shortly after, um, I was about to get ready to go to my first LAN tournament back so it was a tournament in uh campbell which is uh an area near san jose and we i got this message from sheridan on discord it's like and i was like just playing melee with someone one night and i get this message from sheridan on discord and it's like yo uh do you want to be part of the g18 and, I'm, and I, I literally i didn't respond for a while because i was just losing my mind. i was like wait are you serious like what and i literally couldn't contain myself and uh i was like yeah sure and then i get pulled into a group chat and it's just jade and i jade me and sheridan and we you know sheridan gave us the rundown uh invited us to the genesis staff discord and we just touched base and this was prior to genesis being announced and um I, I gotta say, like, leading up to it, because I was actually at my local, my first local back, when we dropped the announcement for Genesis 8. So I was like, when I drop this, I'm gonna have so many people asking me questions. <laughs> <laughs> first thing. And literally, the first thing when we, dro when we dropped the announcement, uh, I get DMs from uh, Turn Down for Walt, <laughs> Radar, and Wisely about commentary i get people asking me in person about about hey can i volunteer hey can i do this at genesis it was it was very cool but just absolutely insane i was like i literally dropped like the facebook post and everything at the venue and i was just i was blown away by it that's so cool to hear that 
it wasn't you saying to Sheridan, hey, I mean, Genesis 8, right? I mean, you'll need help with TOs, and <laughs> hey, I'm a TO, and this is these are the things <laughs> I've done. It helps, of course, because we should talk about Rollback Rumbles, the big one, for just a second here, because this is an event that was put on by the Rollback Rumble team, which you are a part of, also Jade, also Homemade Waffles, Brandon, a community stalwart, someone who makes melee go through all kinds of different time periods i mean homemade waffles goes way back right so rollback rumble is just another part of the uh, part of the history books for him and also i want to give credit to i also want to give credit to Deadstorm and to and to shiggles shigbot for also <laughs> being a part of the rollback rumble team so you guys put on a great event. It's a great, it's a great event. And I do mean 10 days. It was like from one weekend to the next weekend, practically. <laughs> it was just utter insanity from my own standpoint of how are you going to make this work? But you all did. So congratulations. And then I guess because the big one popped off, certainly a lot of interest, great brackets to watch, constant entertainment, all that fun stuff. And Sheridan, I mean, first of all, Sheridan's a friend of the program. Actually, everybody you've named so far, Jade and yourself, obviously. We also got Wisely turned out for Walt and Radar, so that's a moment for me. All right, let's focus back to you. Point <laughs> is, is that Sheridan is the kind of person who strikes me as, I like being able to collaborate. It takes a lot of collaboration to make a big major happen, so I also like seeing who is out there on the on the streets putting in the work and making locals and regionals happen or in the rollback rumble, the big one, that was a full blown major as, as, at least for the North American bracket and had a great top eight. I mean, <laughs> to say going on that run was, it was crazy. It was crazy. So yeah, that was, that was crazy. So Sharon just reaches out to you. That's the first thing that just blows me away uh, hearing about it. That was, that's the equivalent of someone like Sean Evans from Hot Ones or Sam Ox, who made the Smash documentary, reaching out to me and saying, do you want to help me with the next thing? I would be <laughs> freaking out, dude. So, of yeah. course, it makes sense. Nathan, you're very passionate about, about doing TO stuff. I mean, you, you've, you've also subsequently, in the time that we've talked, and we can talk about this as well, kind of brought NorCal... IRL events back of course we're in January of 2022 so that's a little bit tricky to run any sort of IRL events right now because of Omicron but in terms of people who go back to this episode when you're very famous and they listen to this one in particular such a big deal from the time that events came back in the middle of 2021 to when they had to sort of take a step back again you were also working on that so Sheridan also NorCal this is a NorCal tournament even if it is a super major so I feel like that was part of it as well. And also shout outs to Jade, who also a great TO. Both of you kind of getting uh, tapped on the shoulder, if you will. I think that's so cool for Sheridan to do that. Yeah, it was. it's pretty special. I mean, just, just from a personal standpoint, because, I mean, long story short, Genesis actually is technically from my area which is uh the 925 which is our area code 925 melee genesis one uh one and two were actually held 15 minutes from my house so from a personal standpoint genesis actually has kind of a strong connection to just my scene in particular bowback the other person um who's like the head person with genesis uh he used to come to my fest all the time the germ a uh, great artist and a person that 
used to work on work, used to work on Genesis. He did he does the faces of melee uh, art thing. He um he I used to go to his house and he lived ten minutes from me. I'd go to his house to uh, have fest uh, for fests and we had just we had people like Phil come out to these a bunch of old school legends like uh, Bob Money Lucian um gosh who else uh even like a, our current people like Kevbaugh and Umarth who are kind of our best some of our best players in NorCal right now would come out to these it was it was really neat so I mean like from the get-go I kind of had like a good connection with Genesis to begin with and I guess I should just mention this now actually for Genesis 6 I'm wearing a Rune G6 shirt for this Ooh, occasion G6 so I actually got into G6 for free, thanks to Bobak. Uh, so special thanks to Bobak for that. But like you know, just in general, Genesis has always just treated me with grace, and I it's actually my first. Um, it was the first Super Majors I ever went to. Um, I actually I still have. I'm actually looking at them. Uh, you can't see them off screen, but I have my all my GS, uh, Genesis lanyards there and everything. It's just it's very special and a lot of just the outside things coming to it you know this is just a scraping the surface of actually kind of this neat occasion that genesis 8 in particular has and it just happens that sheridan hit me up to do it and i'm just like it, it's a dream come true to say the least i'm like you know this is it this is as big as it can get but you're also being tapped on the shoulder in perhaps the most challenging year the challenging most challenging time to bring in a super major, which implies thousands of people going. Uh, there's not a whole lot of indoor spaces in the world that are big enough for you to say, oh, it's almost like an outdoor environment where everybody's saying, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All that to say is that in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of constant variants being rolled out, like kind of like pandemic DLC, if you will, where you say, okay, now might be a good time. Okay, now might not be a good time. Uh, the good time, not good time, and you have to go yeah. back and forth. So, as of as it stands now, we're in January 2022, very early. Uh, although for you, you're you're probably doing that thing that a lot of people do before big events, which is going. It's only 28 days away. This is insane. <laughs> so, and I'm I'm had a little bit of a different perspective. I don't feel quite as much pressure as you do, I'm sure, because you have so many things you have to plan on. And I'm going to grill you about them slightly, at the very least. <laughs> so my my question being, as a topic opener, this whole thing about about the COVID, about the fact that this is not a, this is not a tournament just for Melee. This is a tournament for Ultimate. And if I recall correctly, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. And yep. Is there another big bracket, or are those just three um, main brackets? So we also have Smash 64, Rivals of Aether, and um, there was another one, uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Those are kind of uh, the big ones to look out for. We also have like Magical Drop and uh, Street Fighter 2, uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. So we got quite a bit of events uh, involved with this Genesis. Yeah, that's really cool. But would you consider, like... There's like main brackets and side brackets. Are those all main brackets to you? Because um, someone's being put in charge of making sure they fly. Uh, so I think like the main ones that I mentioned, I'd say like melee and ultimate are probably like the cream of the crop, and then it's probably like it's probably like rivals, Nick All Stars, Strive, 
and uh, 64 afterwards. Um, there's some other events I forgot to mention as well, like uh, DDR Extreme, Dance Dance Revolution Extreme. We have like a ton of variety, but in terms of like the big names, it's probably like the first six that I mentioned are kind of like the big ones that are going to have like a bit more of a, a hand in it or like a big more of like a... What people focus. will tune in for, the entrance that will show up, the talent that, that is hopefully mm-hmm. uh, coming... So no offense to all the other tournament or sorry, the all the brackets that have been named for me. I love 64 smash 64 mm-hmm. big, big fan. And maybe that'll get its own big old major super major that thousands of people come out for, but uh, <laughs> at least not for the time being. Uh, I want to give credits to, to drew one of my patreons who asks this question. When did Nathan sandwich, when did you know that Genesis was going to look different this year? And this ties into the COVID thing, but Please take it away. Um, basically, when I first got hit up about it, I knew it was gonna be, I knew it was gonna be different because I mean, uh, I was just about to go to my first land local back. It was back at the time where we didn't uh, mandate vaccines to go to tournaments anyway because you know we were still kind of, we were still kind of figuring things out. And I mean, to to some extent, I think big events are still figuring this out today. I mean, if you look at it in hindsight, you've only had, uh, I mean, if you push aside the Smash Summits, you've only had Riptide, Low Tide City, uh, Main Stage, and Smash World Tortoise, kind of like the four big events that have had, you know, sort of like some sort of COVID protocol or how they approach it. And each event has kind of approached it in their own way you know, for better or for worse. So, like, much like them, we're just kind of taking notes of, like, what was good about what was good about these events, what was bad. This is something that's constantly talked about in our Genesis meetings. So, you know, uh, the best way to say is that we're taking bits and pieces, like, this was, this was really good from Riptide, you know, we're going to go and do something like this. Or this is kind of questionable, if, you know, from, like, this set event. You know, we're probably not going to go with this route. So, I mean... We're thinking about all these scenarios, so I mean, it's just gonna be different in its own part because this is going to be the biggest event in a post-COVID world. It is gonna be the biggest event. I mean, right now, as it stands, it's it's approaching like top five in terms of entrance for for Ultimate and Melee. I think for Melee, it's like fifth biggest amount of entrance of all time, right? Fifth largest. Uh, as of now, yes. Uh, that number will probably fluctuate and change over time. I mean. I think the best way to say is just only time will tell, but I think you can say for certain it's certainly going to be one of the biggest tournaments in Melee's history. We don't know where, but it is certainly going to be one of the biggest, one way or another. And that's what makes it so scary, because you are trying to do that in the midst of the pandemic stuff, and of Mm -hmm. course the big bad boss on the ground right now is the Omicron variant, where supposedly and i'll tldr this from someone who's not a doctor and is not the cdc is uh, apparently very contagious maybe perhaps a milder set of symptoms but is on the like its its <laughs> skill level is high in contagiousness so what a lot of things okay what has been happening i've seen a lot of different events like my local canceled for the time being because of the omicron and then up in new york the function two which was supposed to be i guess this upcoming weekend not the one we just Mm -hmm. came out of but the uh, this upcoming weekend that it that's been pushed back they pushed back their nightclub wednesday night events because they're you know because they don't want to 
try to they don't want to get bitten by the omicron stuff too much and i'll just stop there we don't have to name them one by one but for you you're looking at trying to host a very large event in a space that is large enough to hold everybody where everybody can social distance and such so that's already a good tick off the bat right there it's not like you're asking 3,000 to 5,000 people to crowd into like a a hotel convention center (laughs) it's a little bit bigger than that it's like an actual it's like a real place with like real rules so do you want to just touch on that a little bit put some minds to ease perhaps Mm mm-hmm all right, so I mean, the big thing—I'm—I'm um, glad that I can say this. So we actually are gonna have two halls, uh, for the for this Genesis. So, um, that's already one thing. So we're gonna have like basically double the space to people that went to Genesis three and Genesis four. We have those exact same halls. So, uh, so I can reassure to people that, you know, we're we're gonna have a good amount of space, um, to make sure that people are safe so i think that's like the biggest thing that's on our mind is that you know we're gonna have the space and it's just a matter of just you know can we apply you know our covid uh, protocol correctly as of the recording of this we haven't announced it yet but you know it's just been something that we've just been working on and you know we'll announce hopefully soon probably maybe even when this video is out but it is definitely something that is just you know it's our priority you know, as uh, I think a good way to say it is uh, Tof actually says that, you know, it's going to be approached kind of how Riptide did to COVID protocol in terms of how strict they are, where people were, TOs and staff were uh, just yelling at people to, you know, get their masks up and everything like that. You know, it, we're probably be, it probably will be encouraged for us to do something like that, you know, to have this sort of like this sort of route. So, I mean, we're, we've really looked at Riptide in particular when it comes to these types of instances. Yeah, I remember for Riptide specifically, I saw countless Jade tweets about the the struggle that they were mm-hmm. embattling on. Uh, Jade and Contra, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, were the ones tweeting about it the most because they were helping to run the Riptide brackets. And I'm also remembering a couple of Bobak tweets from maybe perhaps it was around a week ago now, something to the effect of, hey, we're going we're gonna to make this as as a strict of a thing as we're able to do in terms of saying we're, we're there's not really much room for sliding around, you know, mm-hmm. there, the, a classic example because hungry box moves the needle is when he's up on the main <laughs> stage, up on the main stage at main stage. And it's just sort of like, you know, forgetting to put his mask mm. on or whatever else or it's not over his nose. And mm. that's cute <laughs> kind of, but also, you know, like, what are we doing? And then yeah. uh, I also, Sorry to pick on Mewtwo King a little bit here, but uh, at the Smash World Tour, up on stream a couple of times, just like struggling with the whole, like coming down over the nose thing or or whatever, whatever, trying to do RPS and just like, you you want to make this something where it's not like you're hovering over someone waiting to pounce on them and say, oh, ho, 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 I yeah. got you now. While at the same time being like, if we're, gonna be doing this event which it's more or less set in stone this is not a backing out sort of deal genesis 8 can't Mm -hmm. just simply not happen at this point locked in so if we're gonna do this we are going to do it as right as possible do right by everybody who's here who is taking 
you know, and like it's not like a super high walking into a death trap risk. I don't think that mm-hmm. a whole lot of people picture it that way just because of the the PR that's been put out so far, if you want to call it that, that there will be a lot of safety protocols being pushed and enforced. But yes, there is a higher risk as compared to staying home. So if we're going to ask everybody to come out and to be able to support this event, support the community and each other and put on some dope hype melee matches and I guess ultimate matches as well. But you know, you get it melee. So Mm -hmm. we, we, we need everybody to do all this stuff to be safe as much as possible uh, the whole time. And I, I think something anecdotally, I like seeing players or, or attendees in general, just sort of talk about in the same way that being safe is not just something that happens at the venue. Being safe is also something that happens in hotels that happens at like mm-hmm. dinners afterwards or lunch. When you go out to lunch or whatever, you also have to kind of be careful there because it doesn't just, it doesn't just randomly go away as soon as yeah, you leave the venue like this... having to be safe <laughs> yeah. pretty much the whole time. So I'm not going to Genesis 8. I probably should have made that clear from the get-go, but most of the people who are regular listeners of this podcast know that I'm not going, sadly. It's just a, just a little tear, but all that to say, this is it. The, all the stuff that you're talking about in terms of protocols and such i'm rubbing my hands together because i want to know so what do we got to do to find out when do i have to delay the release of this because i was going to put this podcast out tonight but nathan how far back do i have to push this so that you can talk about the protocol stuff um so i mean we had like an initial protocol just launched out i mean it it is going to be vaccine mandated uh it is going to be vaccine mandated um that's that's like the one thing i can say is you know so you you have to be vaccinated i'm not sure about the boosters yet i mean i'd say like for the release for the release of this episode you know I, i'm just i'm not sure i mean it's you know it's more of a bullback assured in sort of call i mean it may happen within a few days i mean that's just more of them to i'd say a- answer that sort of question in particular Perfectly fine. I did my part. I pushed. Okay, so <laughs> now we get to talk about something that's probably a little bit more exciting, even if we can't automatically just guarantee that everyone who has committed to going will be going. I mean, just as a... Oh, I, just should, as, I forgot to mention, yeah, masks on as well. I completely forgot to mention that. Masks on. Yes. Sorry. Yes. We were talking about masks on enough, and I think... I mean, come on, if you if you don't already know this. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, ladies. Come on, people. You got to just mm-hmm. work. work. I, I, just, I had to put it out there because, you know, sometimes people will forget. So I have to put it out there. Mask on, vaccine mandate. Mask on, baby. Woo. Okay. When it comes to players, this is going to be something that's going to be interesting. And we can't predict who's going to say this, who's going to say that, who's going to keep going. Or, sorry, who's going to stay committed to going and show up, who's going to drop out. I guess notable dropouts that I've seen at this time would be would be Wrangler just about and I guess PPU doesn't really count because he wasn't going to be entering bracket anyway but <laughs> this was going to be like PPU's first big tournament in person back uh, he didn't go to anything after he retired at the beginning of 2021 so this would just be like and he's gone to every Genesis that's also kind of a cool story uh, mm-hmm. not being able to go to Genesis 8 because he's trying to be conscious of the people that he's around who are um, immunocompromised. So 
good move there, but also, you know, just sad because you want to be able to go to a really big event and PPU is also NorCal, so it's in his backyard too, or at least mm-hmm. more than more than mine. Ugh. PA, yeah. California is very <laughs> far away from each other. So from who's supposed to be going now, fluctuatingliness, what are you most excited to see or who are you most excited to see on a on a Genesis 8 top eight stage? Not that I'm asking you to predict correctly everything all the different variables through but just from the people that you know who are planning on going as of now who are you trying to see in top eight for the melee bracket i mean i'm very excited to see you know zane who's signed up right now uh i believe ibdw is signed up right now as well i'm very excited to see you know what adaptations you know if they do meet and bracket what adaptations is zane gonna make against Cody because you know I mean for a long time it seemed like oh Zane versus versus IBDW you know it's a clean wash you know go to sleep Sayonara Zane's gonna win but no IBDW proved that he is more than capable of doing it. in fact he took that all the way to a smash summit win so congrats IBDW for that so now it's gonna be interesting to see you know what's gonna happen this time is IBDW is Cody just gonna is he gonna keep it up uh, is Zane going to strike back? You know, there's there's a lot of questions there at the moment. I mean, I'd say I'm very excited for that. And I'd, I'd say it's crazy to call him a wild card now, but Hungry Box, you know, HBox is someone where we everyone knows what HBox is capable of. I mean, on his best day, he probably looks like the best player in the world. But, I mean, he's kind of like that boomer bust sort of thing where it's like he can either get upset by somebody or just go clutch box like everyone has known him for the past few years. So I would love to see Hungrybox be able to play up to a big tournament because for a long time, from about 2011 to 2015-ish, or the beginning of 2015-ish, Hungrybox was always like fifth best player in the world, couldn't really mm-hmm. beat anyone above him, but would gatekeep hard. Like no one's getting oh, past Hungrybox. Yeah crush your favorite players tournament bracket dreams <laughs> all that kind of stuff but what he did do very consistently was show up for evo which is or was i should say one of the biggest tournaments each year for melee you know evo from evo 2013 on he would be like getting second or third until eventually culminating in the 2016 evo where he won but the first few he would just show up and randomly take out people who he struggled against or he couldn't beat at other tournaments mm-hmm. but then for evo would just make it happen maybe that's because of the whole best of three thing who knows but for genesis mm-hmm. again hungry box would show up for genesis events in particular after 2016 and place top eight easy top four most of the time or the, or each one i don't know i'm not one of the melee stats people mm-hmm. so i don't have to be pressured <laughs> to know for sure but i i like the idea of hungry box placing about as well at genesis 8 when he placed third at smash summit 11 the one that was in the summer of 2021 the first big tournament back and everybody's saying will we see online hungry box or offline hungry box and we saw pretty much offline Hungrybox. We saw a pretty good placing, losing only to Mango and Zane, who were in grand finals. But then for Smash Summit 12, it's like it's not as good. I think he got seventh. Yeah. He still and plays he... top eight, but I don't know. Seventh place Hungrybox is not nearly as much fun to me as like four or above. 
However, yeah. I can't see him beating IBDW Zayn or Mango as of now, so we'll see. But I guess as long as things shake out in terms of players attending, it's going to be a really big bracket to start the year. And then we'll kind of go into this period of not a whole lot of big tournaments happening. So this will be just a way to say, hey, I'm here for 2022 and I'm going to be around at the, at the next big one when, whenever <laughs> that is, but I'm, I'm here to make this year my year. And you'll have to just either hold that as one of the losers of the event, or you get to ride that wave for like months. So it's yeah. a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you say all this, that, I mean, as crazy as it is, you know, COVID stuff aside, I mean, it reminds me of, like the old school days of melee from like the dark ages a bit where there wouldn't be a big in-person tournament for many months like your genesis ones or your genesis twos pound three it's like to pound four yeah yeah so it's say like mango wins the first genesis of armada and for about a good year or two mango's best in the world there isn't really much happening you may have like an Apex 2010 here and there and some bigger-ish events, but Mango's like in Scorpion Master mode at the time, so we can't really like give much of a say. You know, you had some stuff like your pound fours, like you mentioned, but, you know, it was like, it was very far in between. It's like, everyone goes to these events and whoever shows up is considered the best player at the time. I mean, look at it today. You know, Mango and Zane only attended two tournaments. Smash Summit 11 and 12. And that pretty much decided the best player in the world. You know, I mean, you could say that Mango's, uh, for the first time in seven years, is considered the best. Even though the competition is incredibly tight, he would be considered the best because of his upper hand on Zane and only finishing first and second. And hopefully we'll be... They'll be, they'll all be there to sort of contest for who's going to be the fastest player running out of the gate for this year of 2022. But something mm-hmm. that factors into this, the recent news of the PGR not sta- not starting until a later time. It's not going to apply for Genesis 8, which is a wild thing to consider, mm-hmm. where you're not going to have Genesis 8 count towards e- results later in the year when results hopefully start being tracked for rankings. It's... Those two things are so weird to me. Like, I know that it's such a hard decision to say, what do we do? Do we force players to do something that they're not 100% comfortable with that we can't feel 100% comfortable doing? Or do we just sort of have to grit our teeth and push through because there needs to be rankings? And then, of course, somebody in the corner is always saying, well, we don't really need rankings anyway. And Mm -hmm. maybe not, but a lot of people do. (laughs) For every person that says we don't really need rankings, there's another person who says absolutely yes rankings yes 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 i want to know numbers i want to be a number please <laughs> oh that's like that's melee you're talking melee stats language here but <laughs> um it's like it's a very interesting situation we've had talks like just in private like our staff has had talks in private of how we feel about the situation i mean i'd say that it's just it's a tough call and you know i mean we'll see what happens i think the best thing is just only time will really tell if Genesis will get added added or not. Because, I mean, in hindsight, it's Genesis is, as of now, the biggest event of the year. You know, bar, bar none. 
So, like, it'll be interesting to see how they approach that. I mean, we're just kind of focused on doing our own thing right now. So, I mean, we'll just see how it goes. I can't really just say too much on that, but I think it's just best to, you know, let the cards fall. If Genesis gets added, fantastic. You know, if we don't, then what, what can you do? That's all I can really say. Here's another question from my one of my Patreon subs, Andrew. He wants to know what you're thinking about all the side events. And then there's got to be unofficial side brackets too as well, right? Mm -hmm. Like in such a big tournament setting, all the people there, two halls, trying to manage the official brackets must be hard enough. And managing Melee for you, you have to do so much to make that all happen. So when people start talking about, oh yeah, side bracket, side bracket starts taking up friendly setups or whatever, whatever. I mean, that's, that's probably going to happen in some capacity. So what do you think about when you think about how to make that all fun while at the same time manageable because <laughs> you want to be able to make sure that like, you know, like that not all the friendlies are being hogged for like a low tier tournament bracket that somebody <laughs> decided to throw or whatever. Uh, very good question. Gotta say, very good question. So we do actually have some in mind. So, uh, one of them actually, we're gonna have brackets on demand. So what brackets on demand are is you're gonna have like a paper bracket, and you just sign your name on. I think it's I don't know if we're doing eight or sixteen entrants per paper bracket, but this is something that we've done at uh, Genesis five, six, and seven. I actually, funny enough, I got this G six shirt from winning one of the paper brackets. So mm, let's to, go. Let's go. Let's to that. So um, uh, what we'll do is that, you know, we'll have the paper brackets and the one of the paper bracket, I think gets like 20 bucks. I believe. I think that's what Sheridan Jade and I talked about. I actually was the one that suggested it because I enjoyed doing the brackets on demand. I think it's going to be single limb. I, I could be wrong, but bottom line is that is going to be something available for people to do throughout the day, uh, mainly Fridays and Saturdays. I'm not sure which day in particular, but just if anything, brackets on demand are going to be a thing where, you know, we're going to have maybe like a pool captain or a volunteer or something like that. They're just going to have a piece of paper. Um, you sign your name on it. I think it's going to be randomly seated entirely. You just go and write your name and that's it. You're in the bracket and you just go and play. And I think if once you win the paper, uh, win a paper bracket, I don't think you can enter again i'm not sure um but we'll probably that's like that's gonna be like the main thing is that you know we're gonna have brackets on demand for people that still want that yes to satiate the o and tours who insisted they shouldn't have gone o and two and they're like that can't be it i'm not done mm -hmm. yes yeah enter the paper bracket enter the paper bracket so this is kind of like another solution to a lot of big majors that'll have people like scores and scores I mean, thousands of people go 0-2. I mean, because, mm -hmm. like, mathematically speaking, it has to happen. So I think for Shine, they do, like, those, like, waterfall brackets or something. I don't know. I, it's been too long since I've talked to Matt.Zeb, but those kind of <laughs> things, right, where you can just do – you can do other things besides the main bracket because it's going to be great for top players. They'll get to top eight or they'll just miss out on it, and they'll, they'll, mm -hmm. they'll have an experience to look back on that goes multiple days in that – multiple day tournament but for most people 
they'll they'll get to go own two the first day and then they'll go oh no what and of course there i'm sure there's going to be plenty to do just besides playing friendlies and such i mean there's going to be vendors there for crying out loud you're <laughs> going to get to hopefully get a new sick conch if you're looking for one and i feel like the answer to that question is melee players are always looking for new conches are you kidding me <laughs> always so Hopefully there'll be much, much to do, but having paper brackets, having like these quick single limb stuff where you can just get your competition juices flowing still, that sounds awesome. Yep, that's uh, that was one thing I was really happy about that Sheridan said, yeah, let's go ahead with it because I enjoyed it when I was uh, a competitor competing in the events, so I'm glad that uh, we're bringing this back because as, uh, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a neat thing to do because, you know, there's a lot more than just to going on to a one, two at a major. Sometimes, I mean, you got, you got, there's gotta be more to it. You just don't go there to enter a, a given bracket. You have to be there for the full experience. There's so much more to it. As someone once said, there's so much more melee to be played. And that certainly is the case with what we're trying to do for Genesis. Yes. Garden say, and Ma- Mango, excuse me. Oh, sorry, Mango. <laughs> Mango didn't say there's so much more main bracket melee to be played. He said there's so much more melee to be played. Yep. That's exactly it. <laughs> I apologize, Mango. It's just that Scar said it. So when Scar says something, it's kind of hard to distance it. All right. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, so this this is, this is where we can test the TO side of yourself because I haven't really been grilling you on that other than the COVID stuff, which is not really fair. That's not what TOs sign up for per se, but... Mm-hmm. An important responsibility. I wanted to hear, how do you intend on making this happen, practically speaking? How do you get from saying, I want to do paper brackets, to actually being there that day, ensuring that they're actually happening? Just walk me through uh, that as much as you feel comfortable doing. So, so I mean, like, the cycle that we're doing, I mean, we're going to have, like, other people, like, volunteers and such. We also have this crew, we call them SYF, Stop Your Friendlies, which has a uh, Mudkip, Frecky swanner uh supernac uh, a few others uh unsure uh, mi- uh midwest to we have like a another set of crew with us that are accommodating jade and i and also um the ultimate side of things so i mean they're they're around like we're gonna have other people around with us it's not just gonna be jade and i running the show i mean we got a full team behind this and we're gonna have obviously a ton of volunteers as well in the process so it won't just be strictly just us running paper brackets and everything like that. There's just so much more to it. I mean, if anything, Jade and I probably are going to have many other things on our mind. I mean, that probably paper brackets is, you know, yeah, it's going to be bottom of the thing. list. That's why I'm curious, like how you make that happen. Cause yeah, you'll have volunteers, you'll have pool captains, you'll have people making sure all the waves are going mm-hmm. along just fine because you can't No, two people doing uh like a hundreds and hundreds or a thousand plus people. <laughs> no, that's, ridiculous we're not we're, doing we're that the, we're the two heads of it but uh, the two melee heads of it but if you ask us to do all of that uh, that's like <laughs> that won't go well but i mean thankfully you know i mean we got it covered i mean you know if you're if you're sheridan and bowback this isn't your first rodeo so like if anything you know i think i think we're gonna come prepared for this whole thing and i'm pretty just excited to see it come together so we'll talk about sort of like the fallout from here to the next big tournament, which is doubled down. So this is a question that I give credit to Drew as well. Came up with some great questions. Shout out to Drew. Mm-hmm. How, how do you look forward to double down after you get past this tournament? Because I feel like that is the important key thing here. There is no shot that you're looking past anything but Genesis 8 right now. So once you get past mm-hmm. that, 
are you trying to help out with Double Down or are you just pretty much just going to lay low for a long time because it'll be, take that much time to be able to recover from such a big event like this? Um, so like right now, I'm actually signed up for Smash Camp, which is like Double Down actually takes place a week after Smash Camp. I'm not sure. I mean, it's going to be a one or the other. I, so since right now I'm signed up for Smash Camp, like I'll probably go, just go to Smash Camp um, instead. Absolutely. Uh, I don't really know too much of like the people. Uh, I don't have too much of a connection with the people working on Double Down right now. But I yeah, think it, if anything, yeah. But like, and uh, if anything, I think my eyes, my mind is just so set on Genesis right now that it's kind of hard to look past it. Yeah, uh, just right now. If you were to say, probably ask me after Genesis, I could probably give you a bit more of a layout. But I'd say for just for the time being, you know. Uh, Genesis is the main thing. Then probably going going to Smash Camp. Uh, I haven't really thought too much about Double Down if I'm going or not. I mean, it's gonna be just kind of a we'll see sort of thing. You know, if anything after Genesis, I'm sure you know, regardless of the you know uh, the whole entire event, I'll probably you know my name will be definitely a lot more out there in some capacity. So I mean, we'll see. You know, it's just kind of I think the best the best answer I can give is. Uh, only time will tell because a lot can probably change uh, between now and when Genesis ends. So let's talk about you a little bit more because I think we've covered a lot of Genesis 8. Okay, you know what? Do you have anything else you want to say about Genesis 8 before we move on to you stuff? Oh, well, I mean, from a personal standpoint, uh, this it's kind of Genesis is a full circle. It is coming full circle. I mean, we talked about with Rollback Rumble, the big one, the last time we talked, how the big one was kind of a culmination of everything that we have done online up to that point and culminating in this one event and having that be the bridge to offline coming back, which was Smash Summit 11 because we had the Summit qualifiers for it. Um, I would say... I mean, with with Genesis, I mean, you could go all the way back to maybe when I first joined the community. And, uh, you know, so I mean, with the fact that I mentioned before that I had this strong connection with Genesis to begin with, because Genesis is 925 and everything. Uh, but then you have some other things. So I'm going to mention the Smash Ultimate side of it, where um, I used to play Smash 4 competitively for a period of time. And uh, I know a lot of the people that are the head ultimate TOs, Rock, Paper, Smashville. Um, shout outs to Sean, Flo, Ian, uh, Rain, uh, Alma. Those are the main people, I believe. Yeah, I list them all. But those are the main people working the ultimate side. And a lot of them I know from the Smash 4 days, and I've had a good connection with them. So it's neat to reconnect with them again. On that standpoint, they've actually helped me out. They've given me a lot of advice when it comes to building NorCal Melee back up again. So that's just one aspect. Uh, and then just the other thing is the fact that Jade's the other Melee TO. Um, I think self-explanatory. I mean, if you look if you look at what I mentioned before on the previous podcast, I mean, Jade and I kind of, we kind of have gone, you know, to get through this whole rise together. You know, they've had a bit more, I'd say, a front. Like, you know, with them going to low tide, rip tide, and uh, being a staff for main stage. Uh, but, you know, in a high, and, you know, in a sense, you know, we kind of have done a lot of this stuff together. And the fact that 
this is all culminating to where we're now doing Genesis together. Like, you know, first it was doing rollback with the big ones. Like, oh, this is really cool. You know, we built this thing online. Now you're talking about Genesis. It's like, wait, this is like for real. We're doing something that's like pretty significant in the community. So that's just been on my mind. The fact that it's at the San Jose Convention Center again, which is the Genesis 3 and Genesis, 3 and Genesis 4 venue. So I'm familiar with the area itself, having attended both of those. Um, I have so many stories to tell about that, but it's just, you know, it, it's pretty surreal in a way. I mean, you could say, you know, if you're writing the script of a movie, it's, I, I, I it's kind of a cliche, but it kind of feels like it. I mean, I didn't really like think about it until maybe a little after I got the staff thing. I'm like, wait, this kind of has everything that I've been a part of up to this point in some capacity. So it's been it's kind of hit home in a lot of ways and you know it's been hard it's been hard to not push that aside because i'm like wait this is everything and the fact that jade and i haven't seen each other in, in two years and this is our first event of us toing together on land it's just it's just pretty surreal how it all played out i mean i wish i could say i was making up but no it's all reality this is actually what has happened from my point of view and why just say means a lot to me shout outs to jade Thank you so much for running all those events this year. Out of out of region, most of those, by the way, Jay had never mm-hmm. run an event outside of their out of their NorCal region before. That's really really cool. Okay, mm-hmm. so you were talking about how important Genesis as a tournament series is. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I am, however, curious to hear your opinion on this. Just picture this. There's a really cool trailer for Je- Genesis Eight that exists. So go and watch it if you haven't. But picture this. A really cool, very somber, and yet very emotional trailer for Rollback Rumble, the big one, six. (laughs) (laughs) Do you realize Uh, that there's an outside chance you could be part (laughs) of the origins of the history and lore of the big one. I'm not saying it's going <laughs> to happen again because think about this. When they ran the first Genesis, it wasn't Genesis one. It was just Genesis. So, yeah. and, and it was like a couple of years until they did Genesis two. And then a couple more years or to, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I get they your didn't, point. they didn't set out to say, Hey, this is going to be a big old super major every year. <laughs> it had to get to that point. So, do you think that there's any room at all in the in the future of Melee for there to be more the big ones? Although if I were to ask Jade this, they would probably say, never, absolutely not. I want to <laughs> sleep. Um, asking me this now, I would say never again. <laughs> um, to say the big one was the most destructive thing we've ever done is an understatement. Um, I think... The amount of times Jade and I stayed up until like 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. working on stuff was pretty absurd. Uh, like the Rags Funhouse segment, uh, there was so much stuff like behind the scenes. Like there's like some stuff that we were like working on. We like made a mistake or rubber. And we basically we had me, Jade and Ragtime Mouse just in a call uh, working until basically 6 a.m. to make sure like this is uh, fine. This is OK. I mean, we we worked ourselves to a very unhealthy extent i'm gonna say the least i would say jade probably had a lot more has a lot more to say about it they 
I would say that it, I was very conservative throughout. I think that was probably the most destructive event they will they have ever done. And that's saying something because I thought that after Netplay for Palestine, but no, they somehow I was like, that is just uh. But I mean, like that aside, I mean, you know, it was a great it was a great event, but a very stressful and destructive one. And it would take a while for us to really, you know, if we're going to do that again, I would say it's more up to Brandon homemade waffles call. If he wants to do it again, he is thinking about bringing back the weeklies again, which I think is a good call given the situation we're in with COVID. But I mean, we'll see, but you know, on our minds right now, probably, probably not, but who knows, maybe down the line, we'll think of a, of another big one. But for the time being, I think we're just, we're doing our own things right now. Um, one big one is enough. I was like, <laughs> one big one's enough for now. I'm. I wouldn't want to push that amount of work onto anyone who doesn't want to consider it. So that is all fine <laughs> by me. I think that if you were to make, you can't call it the slightly bi- the slightly less big one, because <laughs> you could just scale back. But if you scale back, somebody would be saying, "Ah, oh, this isn't, this isn't big as one. big as the other big one." Where's the blah 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 bracket, or where's this content, or 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 what have you? So we'd have to call it the bigger one. <laughs> no, 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 the slightly less big one. You can't. <laughs> no, you have to scale back a little oh, bit so that you can mind, sleep, yeah. so that Jade can sleep. <laughs> That's true, but I, I totally misinterpreted. But it, I get your point. Is that like we'd have to call it like just that'd be hard. It's like you know the slightly less big one. You know, you're totally correct. Yeah, we have to take out a couple brackets. I mean, by a couple, we really mean we have to take out like ten brackets. Because I'm pretty sure it was ten plus brackets at that uh, event. Was, Again, yeah, it was utter Gale, insanity. Yeah, it was like it was like Gale, Wolf, volleyball. Uh, doubles, EU, uh, Asia, NA. Um, there's probably even more I'm Did missing. I, you said EU, right? Yeah, I think I said EU. Like, there's probably even more that I'm missing as well. That's how crazy it is that I even forget <laughs> how many that we actually did because we did there's just so an, many. an absolute ton. <laughs> Okay, so now we can now we can talk about you stuff. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> People have probably been curious while they've been watching, who's the cat in the background? Uh, just that going is to sugar. town cleaning herself. Yeah, that is Sugar. She is 13 years old. She is a calico cat. She is, she's wonderful. She sleeps on my bed, uh, constantly. She she pretty much I'd say lives on that bed. She, I guarantee you. She's probably gonna be there the rest of the uh, the rest of the evening, even on some commentary blocks. If you've next seen interview me on of six or seven months from now, you're just, she's still gonna be there. Sugar's still gonna be there when we talk again. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. She just she enjoys my room. She enjoys enjoys just maybe around. I mean, she's a great great cat. You know, she's she's wonderful. <laughs> Okay, now we can talk about you stuff. I apologize. I've been holding this over <laughs> your head this entire time. To So the one way to start on this, and I'm going to need you to answer for a while because I have to go pee. I need you to talk a little bit about how you had been doing, because we talked a little bit about this when the, la- when the last time. So 
just sort of a learning how to do all of this TOing stuff, kind of sort of cutting your teeth on doing locals. Mm-hmm. And then when I say local, I mean like local locals, maybe 10 people would show up kind of stuff and trying to figure out how to make that work, try to figure out venues, try to figure out what works for everybody to show up and actually be there to build something on top of it. And you're here now, you're about to run Genesis 8. So there's been a growth process to that. And so you can just deliver what I suspect to be a very awesome emotional monologue about what that all has meant to you. But I'm probably only going to catch the tail end of it because I have to go pee so bad. But can you take it? Can you take it while I'm doing that? Yeah. So just just like sum it up, just like my journey or just like how, how, how do I want to, how do you want me to phrase this? How has 2021 been the accelerator to all this because it felt like 2021 was an accelerator so you can sort of mm-hmm. put your toing stuff into that perspective of like how to take off this year specifically okay yeah mm-hmm. I, i'll do that so i cool. mean if anything i mean 2021 i pretty much was an unknown i would say i was an unknown to most of the people in the community i had done i did the seating for five days of mailing thanks to jay giving me the opportunity for that and the first gallon melee open. And I would say just from there, I just kind of just built off of the foundation I already had because that was kind of the jumpstart to 2021. And, you know, kind of, I just kind of put myself out there and eventually, you know, I would land, you know, the commentary gigs. You probably had seen me on the mic uh, for a couple rollback rumble weeklies at the time. Um, you know, and that was just another aspect and just kept building and building. I kind of just, you know, I, I gained a lot of momentum, I would say. And, um, that eventually led to me getting in connection with S2J, uh, to anyone who has probably, uh, seen S2J streams, you know, at the Johnny Stock Wednesday, Wednesday's tournaments. I was actually, uh, the TO alongside S2J for that, for his, uh, subscriber events. So I had a connection, uh, through him there. Uh, I, um, I kept doing the rollback rumble stuff. Gallant melee open spring happened. I continued to just have a role there and I, you know, I just kept building and building from there. And eventually, you know, it led to, you know, stuff like the big one eventually happening. And I would say just, you know, a lot of momentum and a lot of networking and just connections and developing relationships with people. I mean, I would say there was, you know, one of the reasons I think I probably have stuck around with Gallant Gaming and the Gallant Melee Opens a lot in particular is just because I had a good connection uh, with Deer and also Jade, who was the bracket director for most of these. So I'd say just developing good relationships and good connections with people can take you a ton of places. And, you know, lo and behold, it eventually leads to me having that connection with being a part of Genesis 8. Or in this case, you know, and also in a NorCal sense, you know, building my own stuff, like working with uh, Trey the Trash, uh, Trey the Trash Man, who is a, a great T, a great TO from Sacramento that does stuff like Garbage Connection on the Netplay side of things. Um, we reconnected and started doing stuff like Bay Area Rumble in person. So just like in a sense, it was just you know kind of just continuing to develop the relationships I already had because. At the beginning of 2021, I would say I only really had a a good connection with Jade, whereas now I have all these other connections. You know, I still have a pretty good connection with S2J. I still have a pretty good connection with uh, Gallant Gaming as a whole. I was actually playing with Deer in Melee not too long, a few days ago. So, I mean, it just gives you an idea of 
the connections and relationships you make along the way to eventually landing you in positions like this. Like in Genesis, in a sense, I already had a connection to begin with because I've known Bobak for many years. Sheridan has probably known me since I was like 16 or 17 because I would always attend each uh, Genesis each year or other events. So like in a sense, you know, it's just just making connections, really making connections and having a good relationship with people can help you go places. You were talking about the whole building connections thing. By the way, I was here the whole time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you were talking about the <laughs> connections thing. And that is such an important thing in terms of being able to do more stuff. Even if you were already a good TO at the beginning of the year, you certainly would say you've grown in terms of your ability to do that in mm-hmm. the time since. But I think that something that acts as a barrier to some people i'm not saying everybody but someone who's a little bit more introverted like myself i think i hold my back myself back excuse me i hold myself back in 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 some ways where i say to myself putting myself too much putting myself out there too much i need to hold myself from doing that because if i put myself out there too much i'm just being annoying to everybody i'm like polluting the water or (laughs) or just scrumming up things too much of being like me 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 while also saying, look, I, you know, I don't, I know I'm not for everybody, but I'm kind of doing the cool thing over here. Does anybody want to like uh, collaborate and do cool stuff or whatever? Do you want to come on the podcast and talk with me? However it may be. And I think that, I think that ultimately there's a very fine balance to being able to connect with the right people at the right time, say that you are willing and able and looking for opportunities to come your way and to make the best out of them and then be able to get on that growth path and i think that's something that is challenging for someone who's getting into melee first of all as a player it's hard because everyone's just like running you over on unranked Mm -hmm. unless you're finding you know the fellow the fellow noobs It, it takes such a long time to get passively good at melee and for tos you can't just start off by running events by saying all right doors open everybody come over for the fests because what you're posting on an old facebook page and nobody checks anymore you're not in the right place right you don't have the right connections or mm-hmm. as a commentator where i was reading a very interesting thread today about someone who applied for commentary for genesis 8 as an ultimate commentator and saying hey i didn't really get a shot a fair shot at this and more or less the replies were people of the you know of the of the smash twitter sphere basically saying mm-hmm. um a lot of this has to do with legacy for current ultimate commentators and it would be the same for melee as well as you got to know the right people it's not just about what you do you also have to play the connections game because ultimately it's not like there's a, a proper quote-unquote system for people to go up it's the beauty of grassroots. It's the beauty of mm-hmm. a community that doesn't have a full official structure of like, oh, you are this rank, therefore you get to do this amount or this cool of an event. If you're not yeah. there, you have to do the grunt stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have, theoretically speaking, a player like Ingen go from not playing Melee at all to playing at Smash World Tour in about a year just by playing Slippy. That's possible. Yep. You could have a TO who hasn't really run a whole lot of events, all of a sudden, bam, is helping to run that play for Palestine because that was true of Petra. Shout-outs to Petra. I I love Petra. And then for commentators, I can't think of an immediate impact commentator off the top of my head, but what I will say is that for someone like Turn Down for Walden Radar, they didn't really do a ton of commentary, to my knowledge, 
prior to 2021, but they really hit it off and got a lot of cool events and were able to commentate a lot of cool stuff and a lot of top eights by commentary duoing together and just sort of discovering that in 2021 pretty quickly, it felt like. Of course, the part there is they had connections, but it's possible. But having those connections for you, how do you do that? How do you walk that fine line of being like, hey, I'm around, I'm available, please Mm -hmm. involve me in Uh your stuff while not being annoying about it i would say just uh the biggest thing is just you don't want to stretch yourself uh too thin i think that's the main thing you don't want to stretch yourself too thin uh in the process and um if say if you're struggling you only have like one good connection use that connection to the best of your ability i would say in my case uh, from a business standpoint you know because jade and i have a personal relationship from a business standpoint jade's connection kind of landed me with a bunch of stuff like with the pound online 2021 i strictly kind of got that connection because jade was initially going to be hired for it but i strictly got that uh, paid gig because uh, jade referred to me uh the same thing goes for you know most of the rollback rumble weeklies because jade and i had just a good close friendship so like in a sense i use that friendship and just that connection a ton in particular to really kind of get me into the position I am now. And we still, I'd say, have a strong uh, friendship relationship uh, relationship now just because, you know, we had done so much together. And eventually that led to me to where I could kind of start growing uh, these other connections. Like Trey the Trashman and I, we did our tournament series, uh, the, my tournament series, Get in the Box, where we partnered together. Uh, now we're doing a Bay Area Rumble, you know, which is a, which is a LAN event. And, you know, like Deer with a... Gallant uh, with Gallant Gaming and the Gallant Melee opens. Same thing, you know. Deer and I are now trying to thinking, you know, what what else can we do? Because you know, Gallant Melee opens kind of you know the online event, like the big like the big online major, aside from the roll bike rumbles. So, you know, what else can Deer and I do? Do you know, do we want to do something on land? Do we want to do something different for online? You know, just there's a lot out there, and you you can really start um, just to experiment and i think it's great uh that you mentioned that too and i saw that thread yourself and i'm glad that you asked that because i think it's a good topic i mean just really you know you gotta meet the right people you don't want to be too insufferable around them but just you know uh this is a saying that bob money told me many years ago and i feel like it applies to the toing slash commentary sphere as well um, the good players will play the fun players. And that's something I've always kind of stuck by. Um, and I think it's a good word of advice because, you know, uh, in this day and age, like from a competitor standpoint, everyone has kind of good tech skill. On a TO standpoint, a commentary standpoint, I would say this is the most competitive, like the TOing slash commentary uh, positions have ever been. Like uh, being a part of you know the commentary uh, team that kind of you know goes and like works. I worked with a uh, Pangu on it, you know, figuring out the commentary lineup. You know, it was very difficult. We had to make we've had to make some difficult cuts uh, in the process. Um, we've also you know on the staff standpoint, you know, I would get messages. You know, are there staff openings? Whatever. It's a it's just it's a competitive field. I don't know if it was like that much in the past, but if anything, just you know. 
it's a business at the end of the day. It's grassroots, but it still is a business and it can be very cutthroat and difficult at times. But, you know, the harsh reality is it is the way it is. So you have to make the most of the connections you have. And, you know, I would just, I will still say it again. You know, the good players will play the fun players. You know, the good TOs will hire the good TOs or the good commentators that or the or the fun commentator the good commentators or whatever they will hire the good and fun commentators you can't just you know be like oh i know all this this and that there's so much more to it it certainly isn't easy you know there have been some stuff and situations in mind you know with some events like riptide low tide state main stage where i personally wasn't too happy about it but it is the way it is and for me it just motivates me even more to go and make Genesis a big event because, you know, and for me on, on another personal standpoint on why Genesis means a lot is it's a chance for me to prove myself. You know, I'm getting serious here, but it is because, you know, I was passed on when it came to main stage, low tide and riptide in my, in my opinion. But, you know, this is a chance to, you know, show it's like, Hey, this is what I'm capable of. You know, these are the connections I have and you just got to go, go along with it so that's why all my thought is put into genesis in particular because you know this will be a big jumping point because then when you look at my resume of toing work now i can say this guy was the melee to for genesis 8 that's that's a bit that's got a lot of merit to it you know that's got a lot of merit to it and you can use that in particular you know it's a lot different you know than saying i was just an online or local to so like you know there's just a lot to it it's it's difficult at the end of the day but just it is the way it is and it's just something i'm gonna progressively learn as well in the process but i think it was a very good question to ask because i think i think a lot of people you know kind of jumping into it because they may have had a better platform online because it was more accessible they're probably wondering you know how do i get these connections or whatever but you know that's just sometimes how you do it and there there is a bit of luck involved I know sure as hell there was a bit of luck for me involved. This wasn't just me making amazing mogul move after amazing mogul move. It's far from that. You got to have a bit of luck drop your way. I was lucky that when I was on the verge of quitting and leaving the melee community entirely that Jade said, want to see it fight as melee. Look what's happened since then. So, I mean, if anything, you got to have a bit of luck drop your way, uh, just drop your way in the process because I guarantee you, any TO or any competitor or anything like that, there there had to be some luck along the way in the process. It can't just be all pure skill and pure connections. There is some luck that drops. I always enjoy seeing your your goals for each year. So just talk about what is a goal for 2022 for you. Um, aside from what I put out, uh, if you've seen on my Twitter, it's my pin message, uh, my pin tweet. Aside from what I put out, I mean, you know, I think the first one is self-explanatory. Uh, T.O. Genesis 8, but T.O. it well. Um, and I would say just really establish myself as a mainstay in the scene. Because when you look at everything here, uh, I would say prior to the online age, aside from NorCal Melee, I probably wasn't really that known. I'm going to be honest. I think only maybe a few people knew me from out of there. It's like, oh, this Nathan Sandwich guy's got a good falcon he tos a bi-weekly series here and there uh, whereas now i'm a bit more known it's like this is you know this is me you know the 
pretty good on ITO, does stuff for Rollback Rumble and Gallant, you know. And just really just to continue to establish myself because I've proven to have like a pretty pretty respectable re resume uh, to say the least i get a lot of questions from people now it's like you know how do i start up a local scene or whatever you know it's you know that's why i made uh if you saw my twitter poll about should i make you know something about this or not about like you know bracket running because i think it's a legitimate thing you know because people are kind of coming to me now it was very unexpected for me from my perspective because you know this stuff just kind of I wouldn't say it happened overnight, but just, you know, it, it creeped up on me fast. It's like, wait, I'm kind of the people that people look up to now. So for me, it's about establishing myself. I continue to be a good influence because I think right now, given in NorCal's situation, there aren't a lot of TOs to begin with. Like uh, just uh, just as of the recording of this, yeah, yesterday, uh, our one of our Santa Cruz TOs, Physics, uh, shouts to Physics, Andy is great TO, has been a TO for many years for, uh, for that South Bay scene. Uh, they had to stop uh, their their weekly eleventh hour, unfortunate, uh, unfortunately. Like it just gives you an idea that like just you know sort of the situation right now is that it's pretty scarce, and you have to sometimes build your way up. And I'm sure other scenes are like that as well, but in the case of NorCal, it's difficult because you know we're trying to you know get the scene on its feet, and like people like Bobak and Sheridan, they're not NorCal residents anymore with Bobak living in SoCal and Sheridan living in Oregon. So, like, in a way, it's a new beginning for NorCal Melee. There's, you know, we're kind of still finding our bearings as is. We have Javi. Shouts to Javi. Great. South Bay TO has been TO'd the NorCal Arcadians and stuff like that in the past. He's running a weekly right now in uh, in San Jose called Guildhouse, which is right across the street from uh, the Genesis venue, the San Jose Convention Center. All so, right. shouts to Javi. Shouts to Javi. Greatly appreciate it. He is kind of, that is the premier weekly um, we have Trey the Trash Man with uh, his tournament series. Kind of happens off and on, but it's called Battle City Melee um, up in Sacramento. We have like some tournaments here and there, uh, like some college tournaments like in San Jose State and SF State that are kind of popping up here and there. They're on break right now because of school. Um, and then we have my series, Barrier Rumble, which is uh, kind of the premier NorCal monthly. So it's like, it's about gathering the pieces really. And just, you know, for me, it's like one getting NorCal back to a form where it's very healthy, but also to me to where I don't have to do too much of the heavy lifting because right now in this given state, I have had to do a good portion of the heavy lifting, like the Discord server and everything. But I mean, if anything, it's just, you know, getting NorCal back on its feet, getting myself back on my feet because I've been doing God knows how many things at once. Uh, Genesis goes well. My connections with people like Jade, Deer, uh, Jade, Deer, uh, Brandon, uh, Rollback Rumble, everybody. Make sure that stays strong because I would love to do so many other things with them in the future down the line because I think they are the main reason I got here to this point. And just, you know, also, since I'm a competitor as well, just keep kicking ass at Melee. You know, I think I can top 64 a major this year because I got 65th at main stage and uh, only lost because of a small tech flub air dodge, uh, lost 2-1 to Asashi. So, I mean, if anything, I'm probably... I'm not far off, so it's not unreasonable to think I can top 64 a major. So it's just, you know, those are kind of what's off the top of my head of what I'm thinking about. And also uh, going to graduate college because, you know, I'm on pace to graduate college in fall 2022. So that's also in my mind. Woohoo! Well, 
I'm, I mean, I know that there's a couple of things that need to happen by that before then, I should say. Mm-hmm. But I'm really hope I'm really hopeful for you to be able to. I think that you're top 64 major. I mean, come on, it's Nathan Fragan sandwich we're talking about here. But also <laughs> graduating from from school, just get it out of here. I will never ever be nice to school organizations and universities and colleges and and high school and, and any kind of school. Gosh, I hope my children don't listen to this for a long time. I just hate school so much. So good for you for almost being there and almost getting out. And then we will end on this because we have been talking for a little while. I wanted to ask you, when you play someone like Deer, you were talking about playing Deer recently. Mm-hmm. And you know that Deer posts clips to Twitter. Deer knows that you post clips to Twitter. <laughs> So how do you play a friendly session where you know I could be the next Twitter clip, but I'm also looking for Twitter because like there's a metagame here. It's not just like you (laughs) run into Bond on unranked and you go, oh, crap, that is obviously bad regardless. But I feel like the dynamic changes when the person who who's playing you, they understand, wait a minute, I have to be careful because you, Nathan Sandwich, are also looking for Twitter clips. I mean, just curious how you how you go about playing that kind of matchup. I mean, to be honest, I actually don't really fish for Twitter clips. If I find something really sick that I did or I think is innovative, I'm just going to post it. I actually don't really think too much of, I'm just going to fish this clip. I That never really crosses my mind, really. It's just, I think this is really sick that I landed. And I'm just going to post and share it because I think it was really cool. And if it's the same thing for me. You know, I've been Twitter clip before, you know. I've been Twitter, I've been Twitter clip by Poppy and uh, Brandon before, so it's like if anything, it just happens. I feel like you know you just gotta take your shots and like I wouldn't say take your L's. I don't know if take your L's is the right uh, right saying for it, but just you know you just gotta hold you gotta hold that. You know it's yep. like you're gonna get you're gonna get bodied every once in a while, and it's just the nature of melee because we're all gonna do sick and crazy stuff, and you should share because this is just an amazing game that we have. It shouldn't just be, you know, you shouldn't have a soft ego over something, even if it's the smallest of things. Like, you know, in the Melee Falcon Discord combo video that dropped recently, um, one of my friends, Dusky, shouts to Dusky, amazing, great TO as well, it's on the rise. Uh, he, I was playing Marth versus his Falcon, and he got this crazy Falcon clip on me. And I'm just, and that was a feature in the combo video, and I'm just like, well, you can't really say you know it's just it was a cool clip from their perspective you know you can't really complain because it's just kind of the nature you get when you play this sort of game it's like when you get posterized in basketball and you get dunked on it's the same thing you're gonna get dunked on every once in a while it just happens so really that doesn't that doesn't cross my mind at all like if anything like you know i kind of enjoy it i'm just like i'm just like dang that was really sick. If that gets put on social media or Reddit or whatever, I can't even be mad because I'm just like, all right, I just got wrecked. But the thing is, from my perspective, is that I've done that exact same thing to people as well. So you just got you got to take your hits every now and then, and you're gonna get rocked. You take some, you lose some, and the important thing is that you move on in in in, in both ways. You know, you don't want to be that person who's like, oh, did you see this super cool clip? Oh wow, that's really cool. Wait. Have I seen that before? Yeah, I did like two <laughs> years ago. It's so cool. That was like my yep. peak. Oh, I just want to get back there, man. Mm-hmm. I just want to get back there, <laughs> or or like, however you want to however you want to phrase it. So, 
before we get going here, I do want to make sure to roll up in the proverbial red carpet and make sure that you can tell the people where to find you. So please do that, mm-hmm. Nathan. Yeah. And also, can I also announce something as well? Because I got oh my gosh. today. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, yes. <laughs> so uh, to anyone that's tuned in, I actually, if it's okay, I would love to use this as the announcement on the North Carolina Twitter for this. So um, to anyone that is from NorCal, Bay Area Rumble 4 is happening January 22nd. Um, it's going to be the week before Genesis. Uh, it's going to be an 83 entrant, or excuse me, 88 entrant cap to commemorate Genesis 8. Uh, we have a 32 team cap. Uh, it'll be streamed at twitch.tv slash NorCalMelee. Um, mass mandatory, proof of vaccination mandatory as well. Uh, it's going to be very hype. It's going to be the last Bay Area Rumble before Genesis. Uh, there won't be a free entry for the winner this time because because uh, we're just that close in. The winners of the previous Bay Area Rumbles of Rocky and Dark Abba, they did get a free Genesis 8 pass and top 8 pass because they won the previous Bay Area Rumbles. We will not be doing that this time because Genesis is so close, but this will be our lead-in to Genesis. And looking forward to seeing you in there in Conquer, California. That's so cool. You don't have to put this on the Twitter part, but let's just say I think a good idea is if you win Bay Area Rumble 4, you will get a lot of winks and smiles from Nathan Sandwich as he sees you <laughs> against repeatedly bad players to allow you to top 64 Genesis 8 quite easily. So you're, say- you're, so you're saying I get you get the Nathan Sandwich seal of approval to rig your bracket into your favor. Is that what you're saying here? Yes, the Nathan Sandwich rigging. It's just a, it's an idea. The first thing that came to mind, I was like, well, actually, no, that was the second thing. The first thing was, we'll just give him enough money to be like a Genesis 8 pass. <laughs> that seemed kind of lame because it's cash and it's not a um, an event lanyard or something. I don't know. Now that you give Rocky and Dark Atma a lanyard when they won Bay Area Rumble 3 mm-hmm. and 2, but anyway <laughs> uh but you're obviously not going to do that so i thought i would suggest it because it's a ridiculous suggestion going for the lulls all right so be sure to catch bay area rumble 4 for anyone who also wants to watch norcal melee is good melee so you go to twitch.tv slash norcal melee that'll be in the description below along with nathan sandwich's socials which are all right, uh, twitch.tv slash Nathan Sandwich, uh, Twitter uh, at Nathan Sandwich, probably that's seen on the overlay there. Um, those are like, those are like the main pla- uh, main places you can find me. Um, I'm also like I'm pretty active on I'm pretty active on Discord. My hands are gonna be a bit forward with Gen- with Genesis Nathan Sandwich hashtag four four two zero if you want to contact me on Discord or and such those are like those are the main ways that you can definitely get a hold of me or on my fighter uh bio if you want to consider doing other businesses with me and seven sovic at gmail.com if you want to get in contact with me there for more gigs or anything like that kind of just looking to branch out a bit more that's and then also uh twitter uh at norcal melee as well uh that twitter account would love to continue to grow that twitter account as well because that is kind of the hub for us we just cracked a thousand followers Congrats, for it not too dude. long ago. Let's so, go. I'm very, I'm very, very excited about that, and uh, I've enjoyed doing the social media management side of it. So expect, uh, expect a lot of posts and a lot of maybe even memes. Who knows? I mean, 
love to see what I can do with that account. I'm very grateful that I was able to revive that account after it had been a bit dormant for a few years. I'm very thankful I was able to keep my mouth shut while you're making the announcement because I just wanted to cut you off just because uh, to <laughs> kind of ruin it a little bit, be a degenerate, but I I held on. So I have to congratulate <laughs> myself. And I must congratulate you, Nathan. You did such a great job coming onto the podcast today where you mm. knew you were going to have to talk about Genesis 8 and it's not just a you thing. It is literally history in the making. The mm. One of the biggest and most hype events that you will see for all of 2022. You can, you can do double down. You could do the big house 10, you could do Ludwig's tournament, but people are still going to talk about Genesis eight at the end of the year as one of those all time, big, big tournaments. So Nathan, you did great. It was awesome to have you on again. I look forward to sometime in the future. We can have you on again, just because anybody who I bring on, I'm just like, Oh, that was cool. I love to do more cool stuff in the future again. So that applies to you as well, sir. Nathan, thank you so much for joining me on Bottom of Smash Mountain. Oh, thank you as well. I mean, I, I've always, I am a fan of your work as well. I just, I was excited to come on to begin with. And that was like the one thing when uh, I realized all the things happening, just going on. It's like, I should really jump on and do another episode of this. Cause I think it'd be, I think it'd be very good. And I'm very glad that you were, you were wanting to have me on as well. I think it was just a match man heaven and, Definitely sometime in the future, maybe uh, many months down the road, but grateful again, grateful to anyone that's helping out just to get to this point. Home stretch. That's all I got to say. Home stretch. Uh, the countdown begins. Chance to say is around the corner. So let's get to it. Yeah.